When I was young, I made a crucial observation. I had to earn with my mind, not my time. I made the distinction between labor workers and creative workers. Labor workers would try to accomplish as much as their body could handle and as much time as they had. Creative workers would focus on solving the problems that led to the most results, regardless of the time they spent. Labor workers were locked into a salary and schedule that paid them a certain amount of money for their efforts. Creative workers created their own salary and schedule that paid them according to the level of problem they solved. There's nothing wrong with labor work. Understand that you are trading time for money, and your time is limited. Doctors can be paid a great salary. This is obvious. This is what most people, or a lot of people, want to go into. They want to be a doctor. They want to be an engineer, etc., etc. But a doctor is paid the same amount whether they save a life or just tell someone to take aspirin. As an example of a creative worker, a writer can be paid as much as they want depending on what they write what their product is, and how far their writing spreads. The main difference between labor workers and creative workers is owning a business, because business is about solving creative problems and developing a product that is valuable and can sell at any time. As soon as you stop solving creative problems around product and reach, your income stagnates and you become a slave to the work you built yourself into. Now, let's quickly discuss my evolution from time to mind. And we'll start off with this. Those that monetize their mind unlock a luxury unfathomable to those who monetize their time. When I first started in business, the first logical option was to freelance with a skill. It seemed beginner friendly and it cost zero dollars to start. That was the promise that people were saying online that were teaching how to freelance. And it's true. With years of manual effort, the joy that I got out of building the business slowly declined as my responsibilities increased. I could only take on a specific amount of clients. I only had so much time in the day. And unless I wanted to stay at my self-made nine to five, I had to solve creative problems. I had to evolve. Creativity is dependent on the expansion of your mind. And this is why I always say that personal growth equals business growth, because personal growth expanding yourself is expanding your mind to allow for the expansion of self. So through education and exposing myself to the unknown, I registered new opportunities to solve my problem. I wasn't going to be able to solve the problem that I had from the same mind that created it. So I had to explore new business opportunities that I probably wouldn't understand or even register as an opportunity before I started because I didn't see it possible to start a business that required money or a certain skill set because I hadn't had that money or skill set And that's why I started a freelance business to start. So for freelancers out there, here's an early lesson is that if you're looking for more, then you have to break out of the freelancer mindset by learning and educating yourself on a potentially new business model that you want to evolve into. That's the business model that we're going to talk about in this video. I began writing online to attract new clients. This removed the time suck of manually reaching out to potential clients with cold email, cold call, and cold messages. I built a digital product that could sell while I sleep. This removed my absolute dependence on client work to survive. I pivoted my freelance offer into a consulting offer. This cut my client work times in half. I could charge more and do less because I was helping someone rather than doing it for them. During this time, I made a discovery that changed the direction of my life. If I could gain one reader, I could gain one million. And if I could gain one buyer, I could gain 1,000. 2.8 million readers and 20,000 buyers later, 
my discovery held true. Now my creative problem solving has evolved beyond a one person business. Now I'm focused on building Cortex and that requires a team in order for me to achieve the goal related to that. And with starting anything new, you're usually, you can't digest the information. You can't digest the workload until your mental or work-related metabolism can catch up or you get used to that or you build the muscle that allows you to lift that emotional weight. And so I'm focusing on providing quality work, of course, but then outsourcing and delegating so that I can kind of gain my time back. One lesson before we begin. You can't eradicate manual labor from your life altogether. It is a slow and painful evolution and sometimes you regress. Now that I've taken on the responsibility of starting a larger company, my manual work has increased substantially, but I trust that I can lower it quickly with my prior experience. So here's what we're going to discuss in this video. One, the macronutrients of business. Two, progressive overload of skill. Three, time under attention. Four, how to reinvent yourself. Five, documenting your mind on the internet. And six, how to create a brand content, product, and promotions that make you money. One more thing before we start is that we've opened up more spots for our VIP and mastermind, which is under Cortex as the software is being developed. So this is a chance while we have the time and are actually offering the services to work with myself and Justin Scott and Joey Justice to create a brand or independent income source and learn to write online to build digital leverage and sell whatever it is that you want to sell based on your interests or skills. And if you're a founder that just wants to kind of bring more leads and authority to the company that you own, then that is also an option. But you can apply with the Cortex link in the description. Let's talk about the parallels of bodybuilding and business building. When you deconstruct the mind and body, you can map patterns that deepen your understanding across most domains of life. We will connect these patterns to the financial domain of life by starting a business. And we can start to think of our mind as a mental body that you build like you would in bodybuilding, like we discussed in my video on mental aesthetics. The video is called How to Reprogram Your Mind and Build Your Intelligence. So we can think of yourself as your mental body that you can build like you would with bodybuilding, where you digest information, like you digest food, you acquire skill, like you build muscle, but connecting that to business with a personal brand, which is arguably the most potent lead generation, just front end of a business right now, because people follow humans, they don't follow company accounts, like how Red Bull doesn't post any of their product pictures, like companies don't know how to run social media, they don't have individuals being the face of the brand. So. That's what building a business nowadays is. It's displaying your character or yourself or the mental body that you've built and constructed to be valuable over time in order to create content and a product that sell and make you an independent income. A business is just that, a vessel for value exchange. Personal growth is self-development. Business growth is other development. So in nutrition, there are four macronutrients, fat, carbs, protein, alcohol. And in business, there are four pillars that will determine your success, the macronutrients of business, which is brand, content, product, promotions. We're going to break these all down later. In nutrition, there's a plethora of micronutrients that are vital for just bodily function. In business, there are skills, interests, experience, knowledge, creativity, and personality that determine the potency of your efforts. Your job is to fuel your business with the proper creative nutrition to succeed. And now, there is the option to opt for the business keto diet, which is like removing carbs from your diet, but it'd be removing content from your business. 
and only going after ads, but there are many reasons I would advise solely against that, only doing that. Many people go the direct response marketing route and only use ads to fuel their business, but the benefits of content make it an unreasonable approach, especially for beginners without money to invest in making mistakes to learn advertising. Now, of course, I'm not saying this is bad. It's a clearly a very viable way of getting customers and growing your business. But by just having a daily writing habit, you can validate high-performing ideas as content to use in your ads or promotions. You get to keep the audience you acquire. You aren't always burning through money to acquire new customers. And last, you create customers over time by writing content for all levels of awareness. We're going to talk about this in future videos, but the problem is that marketers will go to try and build a social media audience and then their page is just promotions. They're just writing ads the entire time. That doesn't work. You have to focus on education. You have to create customers by having a broad personal brand where you are the niche, build trust and educate them over time, and then it compounds until you have a, let's say, YouTube following of 1 million people, every YouTube video is as powerful as a webinar. And if your webinar makes you seven figures, then do the math. You can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on ads, or you can build a 100,000 follower audience over a year and get the same amount of impressions. Now, that's very good. If you can build 100,000 followers in a year, that's extremely good. That's for people that have like a lot of experience and do it well and almost near perfect. So don't expect that much, but aim big. So that's the macronutrients of business. Let's talk about progressive overload of skill and challenge. So I've used this graphic before, but on the left axis, we have the challenge level. On the bottom axis, we have the skill level. So when the challenge is too high, but your skill is too low, you get anxious or self-conscious. You start thinking about yourself and how you aren't good enough. And when the challenge is too low, but your skill is too high, you get bored and you become self-centered. Like, oh, what, what could I be doing better with my time? When you're bored at work all the time because it's repetitive and you don't realize that you need to evolve in order to find fulfillment in life, you start thinking all day about better things you could be doing. And then the middle where skill and challenge match, that's when you get into the flow state. So when you're just starting out, it's unwise to take on too much as a one-person business because you have to become the marketing, sales, operations, and media department. You are a media company, you're a marketing company, you're a sales company, you're everything. You can't just focus on the one skill that you want to sell and not learn how to sell it. And beyond that, you can't not learn how to fulfill a service after you sell it. To create a brand, content, product, and promotions, you will need to learn at least the fundamentals of marketing and sales, graphic design, web design, copywriting, content writing, email marketing, social media. This is a blessing and a curse. And this is also why the people nowadays with the most business failures, like trying to start businesses and failing, like dropshipping and Facebook ads, social media marketing agency, et cetera, et cetera, that's why they eventually do so well, is because they stack so much lessons and skills from their failures, the next endeavor just makes sense because they have all of the pieces. So if you've never learned any modern skills, this is obviously gonna take a while. You will get overwhelmed and anxious at the thought of a future you don't have the skill to create clarity with. But the thing here is, is this business model that I always talk about, a ju just a personal brand with a product, you and a product that you would personally buy and treating yourself as the niche and using your content as traffic to that product and making a meaningful income that way. It's that simple. Beautiful thing about this, social media is the perfect vessel to build as you learn. And that's the only way to truly learn something is to build with your learning. And so just an example of what I mean by this is if you want to learn graphic design, then go and create your profile. 
picture and then create your bio and create your banner and create your website featured image and create those things and learn via specific tutorials as you go. That's how you learn what you actually need to learn in order to help your own business or then have a skill that you can help another business because this is all businesses are. They're all media companies nowadays. If a company isn't a media company, then you need to turn them into one because that's what your skill is going to help them with, with this digital transformation. Everyone going digital and huge company accounts having no idea how to create a social media account. In bodybuilding, you progressively overload the muscle by adding weight to the bar over time. If you ego lift and put on too much weight, you won't be able to lift it and you'll probably look like an idiot. Start small and build your skill stack with time. Do not start learning until you start building. Buy courses, books, and search for content that teaches how to do all of this well as you are building. Create one project, set one goal, learn one skill, get good at it so you have mental energy for the next, and repeat. So first, build your profile. Study social media and graphic design for your banner and profile picture. Second, start writing content. Study copywriting, content writing, marketing, and post structures. Third, ideate a product. Study marketing, sales, and offer creation. Fourth, learn to promote. Study email marketing, promotions, and copywriting again. With all of this, don't get complacent. If you don't seek a higher challenge after you stop seeing good results from the first, you will get bored. Boredom leads to thoughts of quitting because you feel like there is something better you could be doing with your time. So in the gym, a great thing you can do to learn, this is how, I mean, this is how you learn as a child as you're learning to walk or speak or whatever it is. You go to the gym and you observe what the advanced people are doing and how they're lifting. Now, some people obviously are just training how they like and they may not be using the best form. There's a lot to actually distinguish here. So watching them, observing them, emulating them, and then also supplementing that style of learning, learning via something like YouTube videos or something else to actually figure out, okay, what's the best form? How do I eat the best, et cetera, et cetera. Relating this to business, you can pull inspiration from the accounts you most want to be like, because that's who you are anyways. That's how your identity was forged, is you're following these people online, you're taking in their worldview, you like that worldview because of the results that it's brought your life, so it is wise to, this is what creativity is, is pulling from a bunch of different sources in order to create your own original one. And that process repeats itself as the universe evolves and slowly things get better and better. So there's just one thing to understand here is that not everyone is at the same level. If you go to my, let's say, like Instagram profile and you look at my bio, that's just what I want to put there. I've gotten to the point where I've played by the rules so much and I've gotten good results with the rules that it's like, hey, I'm not going to play by the rules anymore. So if you want to create a bio that leads to better stuff, then you're probably not going to be better. You're not going to be well off copying me. You're going to be better off learning from me when I actually had a specific bio that was tailored to the level that I was at. And that's what I teach in my courses because I don't teach how to do what I do now because that wouldn't apply to you. I teach what I did in order to get where I am. So the lesson is to just learn from people that are slightly above your skill level, progressively overload. Now let's talk about time under attention. I finally labeled this concept. I created this concept. I'm so, I'm proud of this. Time under attention is the amount of attention you hold with each piece of content times the quantity of content times the quality of content times how often your ideas live in their head times how much they spread your ideas without effort equals the authority, profitability, and power your brand holds. 
So in weight training, there's a concept called time under tension. That's how long your muscles are under tension of the weight. And some argue that it is a main driver of muscle growth along with progressive overload. But I'm here to argue the same thing with business growth. Rather than it being time under tension, it's time under attention. This is arguably the most important thing that you should pay attention to when you're building your brand or writing your content. Attention is the currency of the third millennium. The more people pay attention to you, the more power you have. Authors, podcasters, and YouTubers often have the most loyal audiences. Why? Because information creates identity. The more attention you hold, the more information you deliver. You program the minds of your audience in a way that is conducive to actually changing their life. And people attribute results to the people that change their life. You can write short posts for social media all day long, but someone that has held more attention than you is always going to outperform you. I always bring up the example of James Clear, so we're going to talk about this again. Hopefully this may cause the click for you. James Clear will get more engagement and reach because one, people have adopted his worldview. Two, people quote him in their content, newsletters, and podcasts. This is extremely important. I saw like growth of 50,000 subscribers over the past like two weeks and I had no idea where it was coming from because my videos weren't performing any better than usual. And then I started talking to people and they're like, yeah, dude, you're just being mentioned everywhere like in other people's YouTube videos and you're being quoted and other things. And so these bigger accounts that are mentioning me are just giving me more authority because I help them. And third, anytime someone else posts a related idea to Clear, the authority is given to him because he comes to mind while reading your content. Clear is still holding their attention while they read others' content. So he wrote the book, Atomic Habits. Anytime someone's read Atomic Habits and then they go and read another piece of content about habits, James Clear is sitting in the back of their mind. They're internally giving James Clear more attention. So if a tweet holds 30 seconds of attention, a book that lives in their head rent-free has a lot more attention than just 30 seconds or even the five hours it took to read that book. It could consume days, weeks, months, years of attention over their lifetime depending on how well they resonated with the long form time under attention that came with the book Atomic Habits or any book you've read. This is why I'm writing a book. Even when books are like the least profitable thing you can make, directly profitable. Now, this does not mean that short form posts on things like X or TikTok or YouTube Shorts or Instagram or LinkedIn are useless. They're not. It's the complete opposite. They have their use cases. This isn't black and white. You have to think holistically here. I'm making a point that time under attention is extremely important. And like in bodybuilding, that's not the only driver of muscle growth. It's like, yeah, you can sit there and hold a weight so your time under attention is like increasing a bunch. But if you're not eating food, like if you're just sitting there starving, not eating anything, are you going to build muscle? Are you going to grow your brand? No. I see short form platforms as a way to attract a broad audience quicker to fuel your long form platforms that are arguably more difficult to grow. I almost always recommend starting with short form to build an audience, build a network, and validate high performing ideas that you can then turn into long form videos, newsletters, or combine all of them into a book. And the longer you do it, the more attention you hold. Quitting after one to six months is stupid. 1% of 50 years is six months. If this is the work you see yourself doing for your entire life, don't quit 
during the tutorial phase. If I create 365 posts a year on all platforms and those posts hold attention for 30 seconds, that's three hours of attention held per reader on each platform over a year. If I create one long form post a week for a newsletter, YouTube, and podcast all being the same, and these posts hold 20 minutes of attention, that's 52 hours of attention held per reader for all platforms compared to three hours per reader for short form. So it's important that you treat short form platforms for what they are, a way to build a broad audience faster, validate ideas, and funnel people into various products and long form content. For writers, I always recommend using X and a newsletter one short form and one long form platform to start. Then when you do this long enough and see enough growth, you can start to repurpose the newsletter to YouTube, podcast, etc., And you can start to repurpose your tweets to uh, LinkedIn, YouTube community posts, Instagram, use them as scripts for reels and shorts, etc. This is what I teach in two hour writer. This is why writing is the most important and valuable skill you can learn because it's the foundation of all of this. Now let's turn yourself into the business or understand mental monetization. Brand is your character. Content is your mindset and skill set. Product is how you achieve a meaningful goal. Promotions are why you achieve the meaningful goal. Your self or identity is your mental body. The self is a web of concepts, beliefs, ideas, experiences, and perceptions that allow you to navigate the world. The information you learn and use since birth is what shapes the self. Your identity shapes your perspective, and your perspective is the most important thing you can understand and expand. Your perspective is your reality. A perspective is a frame composed of goals, problems, and skill to overcome those problems to achieve those goals. It is also composed of beliefs, knowledge, and experiences that either limit or aid in the achievement of goals, solving of problems, and understanding of knowledge. When we aren't conscious of the goals that compose our perspective, we are not choosing how we act. The goals were assigned to us. If we don't have the skill to overcome problems to achieve goals, we get anxious, overwhelmed, and negative to the point of lashing out. When you don't seek to understand the goal of someone else in life, social media, politics, religion, or the rest, it's easy for us to misinterpret their situation and think they are stupid for doing what they do. In reality, we lack perspective. The reason I'm explaining the importance of perspective is because your perspective shapes the entirety of your brand. That is your niche. We're going to talk about this in a video two to three videos from now called the anti-niche or again talking about how the most profitable niche is you. Because if you break down a perspective where it's goal, problem, clarity or path or skill or knowledge to achieve that goal, that's all a brand is. You're leading people towards a goal, you're helping them with skill set and mindset with content, and you're giving them a system or clarity to achieve the goal with a product. That's turning yourself into the business or turning your mind or perspective into the business. That's earning with your mind. And it's just human behavior in general. Once you peel back to just what the foundation of life is, life and business becomes pretty fucking easy. Let's break down the macronutrients of business. One, brand is your online character or identity. The front end of a business is a brand. This is what they display online to attract the right people and illustrate their digital identity. Since we are turning yourself or identity into the business, your job is to attract the people you can help the most. People that are like you. The people who share the same goals and problems as your past or present self but don't have the skill to achieve and overcome them. You already have the knowledge, experience, and skills to pass down to those who are one step behind you. That's all you need to start a business. So your job on your website or landing page or social media profiles or anywhere where you're trying to explain and articulate your brand is this. 
Imply a meaningful goal you help people achieve. Imply a burning problem you can help them solve. Imply the interests or skills that you teach to bridge the gap between problem and goal. This creates your digital reality. This is what people are doing. They're adopting your worldview by following you. It creates the frame that you and your customers can perceive information through so that you can exchange knowledge and skill. When you're having an argument with your partner, it's usually because you aren't sharing the same perspective. You don't have the same goal that is top of mind that you're working towards. You don't have the same problem top of mind that you're trying to solve. You're perceiving the situation differently. All of this, whether it be marketing for a product or creating content or whatever, you're trying to create a shared perspective with goal, problem, clarity to achieve it. So with this, when you're trying to imply these things on your website or your landing page or social media profile, like your bio, you don't have to state them explicitly. This is where getting creative and writing stories, short stories, like single sentence stories come into play. Your brand is created with time under attention as people learn more about you through your content and products. My brand slogan is work less, earn more, enjoy life. My bio was occasionally, I write about human potential, writing, and mental mastery so you can do what you want. I don't recommend copying these because obviously like different levels require different things, but you can see that I'm implying something there. Even just by saying I write about human potential, you can start to shape what problem I'm solving and what goal I'm helping people pursue. So it just has to be implied. Brand is a very, brand is built with time. Don't worry about this too much, but just understand it. Number two, content is your mindset and skill set. Content is extremely powerful. So I'm going to try to be as detailed as I can without just taking up like hours of your time. Content becomes a necessity when you realize its power. Marketers know the power of traffic, a list of interested customers, and the power of long-form writing or video, but many of them come around to the content game late, like myself. They don't realize that the long webinar that made you millions can just be a video on YouTube that gets hundreds of thousands of views once you get the hang of the social media game. I understand that like a webinar funnel or whatever kind of marketing you're going through is strategic and specific, and it may be more... Uh, funneled than something else, but that doesn't rule out the other benefits of content. One is that you enhance your thinking. Your ideas become clear with time and it ripples into the rest of your life. You can't have a great idea if you don't write a good idea first. Your first content won't be that good. That's okay. Second is that it's free most of the time. You can grow organically or you can move your ad spend to paid growth by connecting with and having big players share your posts. Don't listen to anyone that tells you this doesn't work. They don't understand it. It doesn't work for them because their brand and content strategy suck. I talk about this in the video, how to build an audience with zero followers. The way you grow on social media is by leveraging people that already have the audience. There's two ways to go about it. Be a slave to the algorithm or find network and potentially pay people that have an audience that you want. That's what you're doing with ads anyways, is you're being like, hey, Facebook, I want you to target this audience for me. I'm going to give you money to do so bypass that, pay less, go to the people that have your audience, have them share your content, attract the followers in a way where they actually want to read your content. And then you create them over time, customers over time, and they're a part of your audience. They don't just disappear after the ad disappears. You can sell anything to anyone when you create that person because identities are created through information, AKA content. So that leads into number three, which is you create customers. Unlike ads, you keep your audience and can remarket to them at any time. As you create educational content, people become customers because your information shapes who they are. And the fourth is that you validate and test ideas fast. You can send out a tweet, 
And if it does better than usual, I can turn that into a sales page headline, YouTube title, or entire product that I know will sell. I don't have to split test newsletter headlines or YouTube titles. I can just write it as a tweet and see if it does well and grow an audience along the way. So here is how I help people that I work with in Cortex, link in the description to apply to work with me, to build their brand by dissecting their mind and putting it on the internet. First, we're going to answer these questions. It would be wise to pull out a notebook or screenshot the questions that come and fill it out later or put it in like a Word document or something. Question one, what are five to 10 beliefs that are seen as extreme or crazy to other people but are normal to you? This is what differentiates you and leads to the most growth. Example is I believe entrepreneurship is for everyone and have reasoning from psychology, mechanics, history, and philosophy to back that. Number two is what are five to ten interests or skills that help you create the lifestyle you live and help your followers achieve. Number three is why are those interests or skills important? What do they help people avoid or gain in life? Number four is what foundational knowledge do people need to understand about those skills or interests? This keeps you from being too advanced or high level so you actually resonate with people. Now, when you pair these with the 10 commandments of engagement, content writing becomes pretty seamless. So if you go and watch the video, the greatest skill of the 21st century, which is just a few videos ago, I talk about the 10 commandments of engagement and I have a PDF in that link in that description that you can download and write content with. Another thing that you should understand is the principles of value creation. I made a video on this. It's called value creation, the single skill that built my solo business. And during this process, something that is very important is that you write so that a fifth grader could understand you. You don't need to water down your writing per se. You just need to write so that it's understandable to the average reading level, which is fifth grade, because that's just a huge problem that I see in the space. People overcomplicate the wording that they're using and they use these like niche phrases or they they were told to be super specific with their audience so they just talk to that audience the entire time they don't give themselves room to attract people that can become interested in their interests so they can create customers over time with the content they're creating there is a way you can word it to maintain the same impact for more people to attract them to your audience there isn't a reason any measure to make your writing hyper specific to only apply or register with a specific amount of person. You write with specificity for impact because if your content doesn't get spread, then you're not gonna be exposed to new audiences and you're not gonna grow because that's the thing is you aren't only attracting people that are already interested in what you do. That's not marketing. You are making them interested through persuasion and time under attention. Lastly, here are a few traps that people fall into. Trap one. They focus way too much on promotions or making sure they only talk about their products. Talk about your beliefs, opinions, and educate people on the information necessary to become above average in your interests and skills 80% of the time. Promote sparingly. It's like cashing in goodwill with your audience. Trap two, they don't understand the importance of structure versus content. This goes far beyond writing content for business. It is a metaphysical principle. For now, take your ideas and use high-performing structures and frameworks as training wheels until you actually develop your writing ability. Look at quotes, newsletter structures, post structures, and the rest and try plugging your ideas into them. Trap three is that they don't research or use high-performing angles. Any idea can go viral, but only when it is positioned in an attention-grabbing way that entertains, educates, or inspires. You are a dopamine dealer. Dopamine is not a bad thing. If you're doing it for mindless pleasure and entertainment, sure, and you're not taking action, sure, that's not what educators do. Learning and dopamine associated with that is good dopamine. You raise dopamine levels in your readers' brains by teaching them something new, giving them a new point of view 
entertaining them, or showing them they are capable of more in life and sparking behavior change. Study your favorite accounts, most popular X posts, Instagram posts, YouTube videos, and start programming your mind to think in high-performing headlines. The lesson of content. Good content occurs when you attempt to inject your mindset and skill set into your readers over the course of 6 to 12 months not in one post. And number three, product is how you achieved a meaningful goal. When you are the niche, people follow you because they want to achieve the lifestyle that you have or mindset or skill set that allowed you to achieve that lifestyle. They want to do what you do or speak like you speak or look like you look for fitness people. It's like walking down the street. You do the same thing. Just it's online now where you're walking down the street and I'm like, pretty cool shirt, all black. It fits well. I need to figure out what brand that is and I'm going to buy it. And then I kind of become a piece of that person or I integrate that piece to create who I am. So the thing here with your lifestyle, mindset, skill set, people wanting to become like you, you're already educating them on how to do it with your content. The difference between content and product is convenience, clarity, and a replicable system that gets results. What is the most meaningful goal you've achieved in your life up until now? These are questions that I'm asking you in order to create a product. My example is that I earn a living writing about my interests. That's something desirable that people want, and it's meaningful. A potential example is I got a six-pack without doing cardio. Another example is I unlocked extreme focus to build my side business. Now, next question is what steps do people need to take to get there? My example is write, build a readership, persuade, and sell. A potential example is minimalist training and intermittent fasting. Next question is what do people need to learn to take those steps? My example is social media, copywriting, content. A potential example is the principles of training and nutrition. The last question is what can people practice and implement in their day to get results? My example is the two-hour content ecosystem. A potential example is the executive training system for busy people. And I'm giving these fancy names just because it's in my nature as a marketer. These are called unique mechanisms. So your system or process or steps in order to achieve your desired outcome when you slap a compelling name on it that is a novel thing that catches attention and it makes people think, oh, this may finally be the thing that solves my problems for good. So boom, that is the outline of your product. I'll repeat the questions. What is the most meaningful goal you achieved in your life? What steps do people need to take to get there? What can those people practice and implement in their day to get there? And please note that the examples I gave are not specific. They're kind of mediocre. You can do a lot better. A meaningful goal that you help people achieve is determined by solving a burning problem within human nature in the eternal markets, health, wealth, relationships, and happiness. If you haven't already achieved a meaningful goal in a unique way, I will help you in another video on mastering new skills fast. Until then, set a goal in one domain of your life, drown yourself in knowledge and education around it, document that knowledge as content, teaching is how you learn and identify what you don't know so that you can learn efficiently, and this is crucial, experiment with different techniques like training programs, diets, ways to make money, etc. Fourth is identify the fundamentals, truths, and principles between the different techniques. Fifth is achieve the goal by creating your own way of getting there. Then, distribute it as a digital product that sells while you sleep with obscenely high profit margins. From there, you have the resources, which is a readership and income, to build whatever other businesses you desire. Now, lastly, number four, promotions are why you achieve the goal. People don't care about features. They care about benefits. Assume that everyone is selfish because they are, even if that selfishness comes from feeling good about themselves by being selfless. Marketing is about creating the most powerful why. 
A Y implies a transformation. Transformations are what people want, like how a physique transformation always gets a lot of views on YouTube, or how life transformations get you emotionally invested in another person. A transformation is a story, and that's what our minds are wired to be attracted to, trust, and connected to. So you need to do one of two things. One is tell people why the product will change their life. Two, tell people why it changed your life, because they will read it as if they were changing theirs. I've been a marketer, technically, for almost six years now. That means I've been marketing my own products or services. And here's all you need to know in order to actually make money. A story or transformation is composed of three things. One is a burning problem. Two is a desirable outcome. Three is a clear solution. We talked about this earlier. This is a perspective. You're giving people a new mind. You're changing people's minds in order to earn with your mind. That's your entire marketing campaign. Goal, problem, path to get there. In other words, desired outcome, burning problem, clear solution. You will have to test each one until you strike gold with the right positioning, but then you are set for a while. So for each of those components, write about them nonstop in your short content in order to test and validate the ideas. And then you know it will do well when you turn it into a product. Or if you've already written so much, Look for a high-performing goal in your content. Look for a high-performing problem in your content. Look for a high-performing system in your content. Create a product out of it. It will sell. Those three components will be used whenever you ask someone to buy your product in your emails, landing page, IG story, YouTube promotion, or the rest. Long-form promotions are like a full sales page. You have to fill up the page by guiding people through that structure. Go and watch the introduction of this video if you want to understand that. So short form promotions are like a call to action in, let's say, an email. If you've tried the latest and greatest business models without any success and are considering accepting your fate at a day job, it's because you are falling for tactics. In digital economics, I teach the principles of building a purposeful business, brand, content, product, and promotion so you can talk about your interests and earn a creative income. You see what I did there? Now, when you're writing promotions, you need to understand which part of your audience you're talking to because if you attract a broad audience, you niche down with your product. You don't niche down far with your audience. You niche down further with your product to target a specific person. You have to understand how long they've been reading your content and if they understand your philosophy or worldview or the importance of it. Because I see this mistake often. People have very high level language, like manifesting a life of alignment to a peaceful being, and their audience couldn't care less. If you haven't defined alignment or manifesting to your beginner level audience, which everyone is, 80% of the market are beginners. They don't understand it. They know what they know. They don't know what you're teaching them. That's why you're teaching it. So if you haven't defined it, then don't write it that way. Be straightforward. Be simple. Be impactful. Give people what they want. Don't give people what you think they want. That's it for this video. I hope you enjoyed. Subscribe to our writer. Learn digital writing, digital economics. I already promoted that. Uh, buy my book. Download my free stuff. I'll see you in the next video. Peace.